The information provided in this podcast episode is for education and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional and should not be considered or used as clinical or professional consultation. With that said, here is a taste of what you will get in today's episode. We as Black people took that and continue to let it be ingrained in us um, and started doing it to each other. And so I just really liked that it put the ownership on us and some power back on us to stop doing this. Like all of our shades are beautiful. Um, Whether you are super, super light skin or super, super dark skin, it is just all beautiful. Um, and one is not better than the other. Now keep listening to today's episode because there are some cultural jewels that I am dropping on y'all. And of course, thank you so much for your support. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of A Walk A Day In My Culture. This is a podcast where I help you increase your cultural awareness by talking with you about the daily experiences I have as a black woman. Y'all know what I say. I believe that if you can hear my experiences, you can hypothetically walk a day in my culture, which helps you to literally walk on the path of increasing your cultural awareness. And if you happen to be a black listener, hey boo, I hope that you feel validated and seen as you listen to this episode. So last week was heavy. You you know, we had a heavy topic. It was needed. We needed to talk about it, but it was heavy. So I decided that today I just wanted to, um, you know, uplift my people and talk about um, something really great that we did. So this episode is entitled Blackish for the Culture. Um, and this episode is inspired by the TV series Blackish. If you didn't know, you should know. Um, Blackish ended their series a couple of weeks ago. Um, but it was such a good series. And if you don't know about Blackish, I'm going to need you to get your cultural game up because everybody should know about the TV show Blackish. Even if you didn't watch it, you should know about the show. Like, you should know about the show. Um, and so, yeah, today we're going to just talk about like the end of the series, the impact that the show had on me and the impact I'm sure it had on a lot of other black folks. Um, I wrote about Blackish in my most recent newsletter. Um, if you ain't subscribed to my newsletter, what are you doing? What what are you doing? You need to pause the podcast right now and you need to go to my website, www bloomingtoyourbestself.com and you need to go to the newsletter subscription tab and sign up it's free so what what are you doing like why are you not subscribed like get it together okay (laughs) anyway I digress um but no in all seriousness I wrote about blackish in my most recent newsletter um 
And I just really wanted to pay a tribute to like what they did for the community, to the cast, to the director, um, because it was a really good show. And one thing that I highlighted in my newsletter, and I'll talk about a little bit more here, is the fact that Blackish was one of the longest running TV shows um, as far as Black representation um, besides the Cosbys. Now, I could be wrong. Y'all can like fact check me if you want to. But from what I saw, Blackish was second to the Cosby show. So Blackish ran for eight years. And in those eight years, they did 174 episodes, I believe. Um, and the Cosby show also ran for eight years. But they did 201 episodes. I believe my episode count is correct. Um, and so you can just that in and of itself shows just how stellar Blackish was um, for it being a black show running for that long. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still, you know, getting over that little, little situation. Um, but. <clears throat> that that just shows you know just how how good this show was how excellent this show was it was full of black excellence for it to be second to the cosby show and it did a really really good job of representation for the black community um look even the baby waking up out her sleep to chime in about how good the show was (laughs) but um the representation of the black family of black people of black issues was just superb like it it superb sorry it was such a good show and just a little backstory when blackish first came out and like all the hype <laughs> was was out about it i was like i ain't watching that show i ain't watching it and my whole basis for not watching the show was off of the title and that it was called Black-ish. And for me, I was feeling like, what do you mean Black-ish? Like, I took the 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 thinking that they were going to be kind of toting not being Black enough or being kind of Black. And I just assumed that the show was going to be super watered down um that it wasn't going to really do justice to the black community and that they was not going to be representing us well even though tracy ellis ross is like one of the stars of the show and i loved girlfriends when she did the show i'm up here dating myself (laughs) but i loved girlfriends um i i loved um her character I just loved like her and her representation of blackness there and so I don't know why I was thinking it wasn't gonna be representative of the black community and boy was I wrong so I went about one or two seasons just being like I'm not watching that show just because of the title and that just goes to show let me just give y'all a little cultural tip real quick that just goes to show how we preconceive things based off of like just judgment and outward 
outward appearances, so to speak. And so because of a title, I kind of was like, mm, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to rock with the show. And I straight up judged a book by its cover. And that just goes to show that all of us have blind spots. All of us hold on to stereotypes and preconceived notions and judgments when we shouldn't. And so just don't listen. That was such a mistake on my part. Because when I tell you that Blackish did a wonderful job of representing the Black community, they did so good. I think they represented um, black parenting really well. And if we break up the two, they represented black motherhood really, really well. Um, they represented black fatherhood really well. And I'm gonna hang my hat right here for a second because I feel like there's this thought that black fathers are not involved in their kids' lives. And that's like a lie. Um, <clears throat> yes, we do have you know a few higher rates of like single parenthood but a lot of that could be due to like mass incarceration the things that we face racially that cause us to not necessarily be um a two-parent household but contrary to what a lot of people believe but there's so many black fathers out there that are like involved in their kids lives y'all can just go back um to the series that I did um, a while back I, um, where I like featured several black fathers. Um, and so, you know, black dads are involved and I just feel like they did a great, great, great job of showing, you know, the importance of the black fathers. And like I said, in my podcast, you know, about two, two and a half years ago, that series was called Black Fathers Matter. Black Fathers Matter. And they are important and they be out there doing the thing. Black fathers really be involved. And I really just appreciate the angle that Blackish did. Um, Kenya is the, the creator of it. And so he did a really good job of highlighting Andre as a black father that was involved with his kids, that had a say with his kids. Um, he just did an excellent job on that. And so that in and of itself was like hands down, great representation for the black community. I even like, um, you know, a little bit of the sibling banter that took place, um, but also showing like just a great cohesive family, even down to the grandparents um, being involved and just the important role of like the the grandparents in black families like grandparents are huge and it's not always the stereotype of the grandparent raising the child like that's not always our story like grandparents just being there being present being involved being in the grandkids life telling those stories you know um sharing like past history and generational information with grandkids is priceless and it's a big thing in the black community and it's a beautiful thing to see and it was a great great thing um that was done on the show another thing that i really really like um that was done with blackish was 
kind of highlighting um, the the middle class lifestyle of a black family um, with with the issues that come with that. So <clears throat> what I mean by that is, you know, we not always on welfare, on food stamps, living in Section 8 housing, um, are living in the hood and just struggling. That's not the story of all Black people. Um, a lot of us are still struggling with that and or came from that. But that's not necessarily just the generalization of the Black community. And so I really like how um, the storyline always, not always, but a lot of times went back to, I believe Andre was from Compton, the character Andre, um, and went back to like the hood. Like he was a Black man from the hood. Um... And then he kind of came up and, and you know, was successful and able to move out of the hood. Um, I believe it, he they lived in Sherman Oaks. And, you know, he enjoyed that lifestyle, but it still always came with dealing with a white neighbor, like the little weird neighbor that always would show up and dealing with the white boss and the white co-workers and then kind of that that awkward feeling of like going back to the hood and sometimes the hood not being the same because of gentrification um, or just being different. I just liked that that storyline because a lot of times there's this misconception that you make it quote unquote out of the hood and then everything is great and rosy and that's not the case like there's other things that you have to deal with <clears throat> when you kind of move out of the the neighborhood and move to kind of like these supposed upscale neighborhoods um you still have things that you have to deal with that are very specific to just you because you are black so i really liked that they did that um I'm going to take a commercial break and get me a little bit of water, clear my throat because I'm not, you know, the lingering cold is just working my nerves, but I'm going to do that. Um, take a little quick commercial break and then I'm going to come back and just talk a little bit about um, one of the topics that I really enjoyed um, and I think that they did a excellent job of doing and it's one of the... Um, the issues I feel like in the black community that just kind of is there all the time. Um, and they did a great, great job of, of highlighting that. So I tell y'all what that is after the commercial break. So go get you some water, a snack, go to the restroom, and then just make sure you come right on back so we can talk about this topic. I'll be right back. All right, y'all, so I am back. I I think I got it together. Y'all gonna still have to excuse me if I'm clearing my throat and all of that because, you know, it sounds worse than what it is, but it's still, it's, it's working my nerves a little bit. But anyway, um, so before I even say this was a topic that really, really stuck with me, let me just also say a lot of topics stuck with me 
but we'll be here all day if I start breaking those down. And I'm just not gonna hold y'all long today. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be disciplined and I'm gonna talk about one of the issues that they covered um, that stuck with me. And I think that the episode just did a really, really good, good job of like showing kind of what we deal with in regards to colorism. Um, they, oh, that was such a good episode. And so, um, what they did was Diane, um, if you guys are familiar with the show, then you know who Diane is. But for those who are not familiar with the show, which you should be, but just in case you're not, Diane was one of the, their children. Um, and she was a twin. And so she, um, had like school pictures and you know this is a spoiler alert but she had um it was like picture day or something at her school and then her pictures came back um and she was kind of it was the the way the pictures came out she just showed up really dark like the lighting wasn't good and so um Bo which is Tracy Ellis Ross was just fussing and she was irritated so she was ready to call to school and like do all this stuff you know because her daughter's lighting wasn't right and she turned out like super dark in the picture but excuse me y'all but diane came in um uh, because it was morning before school and she just named the fact that she's the darkest in the family and um just kind of broke down like that this often happens and kind of what she deals with and it doesn't make her feel any better even down to like her picking a lipstick because at that in that episode she was just budding into like a teenager um and was coming out of that preteen phase and she was like a full-fledged you know teenager like a young teenager but you know at that phase where you are picking out lipstick and looking at makeup if that's your thing as a girl um and like even highlighted that where she was getting lipstick and a a black woman was kind of like oh well you know girls are shade should not wear these colors and so it just was a really really good episode and just that moment of another black woman telling her what shade of lipstick would look better on her skin tone um, was just, it just showed how we do it to each other. And that was what the episode was all about. And so then the, the one of the older siblings came in who was really light skin and he kind of named, oh yeah, there's always like this banter in the house about skin tone. And it turned into like, you know, looking at the different skin tones in the house and how people are treated in the house. It was like a really eye-opening thing. Um, and then, you know, the creator of Blackish, the way he kind of, you know, panned the scene, he toggled back and forth between history and he talked about the paper bag test. Y'all should look it up because I am not going to do that homework for y'all today in this episode and tell y'all about that. You need to look it up and do your cultural homework. Um, but they talked about the paper bag test and kind of how we did that. They talked about, you know, sororities, um, and how, you know, certain sororities accepted certain skin tones it just was an excellent episode and it really highlighted the fact that you know 
from slavery, they had they had this the field slave, the house slave, which was based off of skin color, um, and how we as black people took that and continued to let it be ingrained in us um, and started doing it to each other. And so I just really liked that it put the ownership on us and some power back on us to stop doing this. Like all of our shades are beautiful. Um, Whether you are super, super light skin or super, super dark skin, it is just all beautiful. Um, and one is not better than the other. Um, one should not get treated better than the other or worse than the other. It just was an excellent way to kind of really highlight in a very real way the, the issues that we deal with just with our skin tone. That was only an episode focused on skin tone. It had nothing to do with the issues we deal with with our hair or um, with the way we talk, with the way we look, with where we've come from. It that Just that episode focused on skin tone. And it was so many layers that was peeled back in that short episode. And that was very eye-opening for everybody watching. Um, and a good reminder for those of us who have knowledge about colorism and how it affects us. And so I just encourage y'all to watch the show. Um, if you haven't watched it, um, I made I made reference to it in my newsletter that some of the episodes are available for free on abc.com since it was an ABC network um, show. But if you have Hulu, you can go back and watch all of the episodes. Um, but you know, this is a quick side note before I end because I didn't fully, fully expand on this in my newsletter, but I'm going to kind of expand on it here. I just find it ironic <clears throat> that ABC, um, like a year or so ago, had every single episode of Blackish available on their website for free. Every single episode. I think at that time it was seven seasons up to the current season. And the minute, well, maybe not the minute, I don't know, because I have Hulu. Um, but I put ABC in reference to a newsletter because I talked about Blackish a couple of, I feel like a couple of years ago. And so it was free at the time. And so I was encouraging people to like watch a particular episode. I actually think it was the colorism episode. I could be wrong, but I digress. Um, and so I put the link in my newsletter and it, all of the episodes were free. And now that Blackish has ended, ABC only has like four or five episodes from season eight and all of them are for free on, I mean, yeah, for free on Hulu. And it kind of names that on ABC. Oh, watch the rest of the episodes on Hulu. And I just feel like we know that people monopolize on the black experience all the time. And I, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that, because I just was like, y'all really finna try and get people to pay for a Hulu subscription so that they can watch Blackish? Like, how are you? How, talk about capitalism and monopolizing on a Black experience. And talk about how we are continuously in all forms helping to generate income and basically support the financial status of this country. Okay? Like, 
that's a that's a podcast for another day. But we spend a whole lot of money in this country. And that's just another kind of like another another dollar sign that they put on us by being like, oh, black is just over, but you can watch all of the seasons by subscribing to Hulu. It's just it's just a mess. But anyway, the colorism episode was wonderful. You might be able to find clips of it for free on YouTube. Um, I doubt very seriously if you'll find a full episode for free on YouTube without it being kind of like weird as as far as the way it's viewed or might be blurry or, you know, all kind of like the copywriting issues. You probably not going to find a full episode of the colorism um, episode, but it was a wonderful episode and it just shows how great this show was. And so Blackish was just pure black excellence. It did so much for the black community. Um, and you know, they just left a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful legacy, even to the point of the spinoff of Grownish, which I kind of think is like the modern day Moesha. Like, oh, I'm I'm just steady dating myself and aging myself on this episode, but you know, um, Yara is kind of doing her thing with, with Gronish and, you know, it looked like Junior is going to join, um, join the cast. And so, you know, Blackish, Blackish just was Black excellence. They did a great job for our community. Um, they did not water down the Black issues. They did it very tastefully. Um, it was a wonderful thing to see, to witness, um, and to sit down and watch, uh, every week. And so, Hats off, hats off to the creator, um, Kenya of Blackish, hats off to the cast um, of Blackish, and just hats off to the Black community because we did that, okay? All right, y'all, that is it for today's episode. For your cultural tidbit, the two Black historians um, that we have are um, Robert Purvish, um, was a Black abolitionist. He was born 18... 10 to 1898. Um, oh, he almost lived 90 years. He was 88. Look at that. Um, and then Charles L. Raymond, um, he was born 1810 and 18 and died in 1873. Um, don't forget to check out my online store, y'all. It's the Bloom Into Your Best Self online store, which you can browse and find my products um, on my website, which is none other than www.bloomintoyourbestself.com. My cultural workbooks are there. My notebooks are there. My online training can be found there. You guys can also check out my newsletters there if you haven't already. Um, I really try to keep my newsletters updated around the 15th of the month is when I send it over to the website developer and then they will put it on there for me so if you go there and you don't see the current month just check back a couple of days later if it's around the 15th um but you can catch up on all the other months by just reading some of the newsletters and signing up to the free monthly newsletter. Um, if you ain't following me on IG, you need to. It's also blooming to your best self. Um, and then just let me know how y'all are liking these episodes. You can DM me on IG. You can email me. 
Um, you can leave me a review because if you leave a review, it helps other people find my podcast. Um, and together we can just help people be more culturally aware one episode at a time or one listen at a time. Y'all know I say it every episode and I'm going to keep saying it. So anyway, that is it for today. I really enjoyed chatting with you guys on a much lighter level. I hope it was a light episode for y'all. I hope it was airy and not full of the the difficulties that we have to deal with. And just, I hope it just gave y'all a little bit of a break from all the stuff going on in the world. Until the next time that we chat, I really hope that you do something that'll help you bloom into your best self. And I'm really excited to have you come and join me real soon so that you can walk another day in my culture. (music) Thank you.